2022. Take one. Coming ready or not? Take one. Happy New Year. Welcome back to the Unplugged Health Series podcast. Bing. Got that first time. Must be be all systems go for the new year. Hope you had a great uh, time off over Christmas. Hope uh, it wasn't disrupted. We were just talking earlier of our saying of how many uh, patients and clients I've had who either directly or indirectly have been interrupted by Mr. Omicron and uh, and how that's been affecting everyone. So I hope you're all well and uh, ready to rock and roll for 2022. I thought you were about to say 2021 then. It's very, very, I'm very easy to say 2020. It's, it's when you even, can, like, go back to school and you were writing a date and for the first month you'd be writing 20, like the year before, not 2021 when I was yeah. at school. But, like, and then the month would change and then you'd be stuck in February writing January. Or your first, your first uh, page of writing was, was perfect. And then the next page starts going and that, which... Probably leads us perfectly into the, the New Year's resolutions, which we were talking about of we're all pumped and raring to go and everything's about this is my year and, and going Best you know, year ever. full, full uh, pedal to the metal and, and going full out. And then the classic is come, well, some even don't even get to February where they burnt out the, the bad habits are back and, and what's the point kind of thing. So... The topic today is kind of how can we avoid that? How can we avoid the, the, the going like uh, the clappers and then dropping off and then suddenly we're like, oh, well, what's the use? And then this, the new year becomes the same as last year kind of thing. So what are your thoughts on, on that? I think so many people will start off, as I mentioned before, that they will start off with, we have these great expectations and there's a reason that so many resolutions fail. And like, hopefully that people here will, will be the ones that succeed. But such a high percentage fail is because we don't take other things into account. Using exercise, for example, I'm going to go to the gym four times a week yeah. or whatever it is. And then you've got your schedule at work, which then gets busy. You've got family life. You've got everything going on when four times a week was really unrealistic. And when it comes to building building habits, good positive habits, I really do believe that we need to look at success. Like how much can we be successful? How much can we guarantee success? And it could be that going to the gym once a week or twice a week or you know, twice a week probably I would say the minimum for a lot of people and then get successful at that. Then add a third one on. Don't sprint. Yeah. Walk. Aren't we really on. looking at the psychology of change? Yeah. Because people then will quite easily write down or follow a, a schedule of this is this is what my ideal lifestyle looks like I go to the gym three or four times a week I'm eating this I'm doing smoothies and so they can see this perfect picture of a lifestyle which is far removed from what they're normally doing and so that's what I now must do and it's overwhelming as opposed to I think some of the bad habits that we all generate we usually generate through time for various different reasons so to kind of unravel and change all those Habits. It's it's a it's literally a, overnight. Literally a, a task. You know, too huge. You know, we've we've seen it a lot of. So I kind of uh, like we were talking earlier that element of what what's the one thing or two things that you can add in or can you just change, which are relatively easily you can enthuse and you just start moving and also looking at perhaps changes through the year. So mm. when people say this is my year, it doesn't mean it, it, it. You've got it all done and dusted by February and off you go. 
it's a year of change and, yep. and change takes time and it takes success and failure and you're working through it. So it's, uh, it's realis- being realistic with your expectations and, and actually signing up for, for changing things rather than changing the whole, the whole package. Yeah, it's, when we look into that plan, when I start working with people, say it's a weight loss goal. We look at the behaviours and, and things around that, but like, let's just start looking at how much you're eating. Then we'll look at how much protein you're getting in. Then we'll look at carbohydrates and fats. And you're, so you're talking about the interesting situation of someone actually not eating enough. Yeah, uh, and I think that's... Because a, a lot thing. of people tend to think, especially after Christmas and the excess, everyone's like, oh, I've got to eat less. And, and they, they sometimes can even go the other way is that they starve themselves. But there's also the concept for some people actually trying, having to eat... More, more or get away from counting calories and actually go you mean I can eat all this yeah. guilt free this is I a lot of food look at unprocessed food it's hard to have if you have 2,000 calories of really unprocessed food loads of vegetables and things a lot of people struggle to have that and so I had a client that said oh you want me to get to 1600 calories and it was about 7 o'clock she whatsapped me and she's at a thousand calories. I said, well, maybe not tonight, but work on getting up to those calories and, and build up to that. Because what happens is it's not a case of like our metabolism slows down as such. Like when people say about starvation mode, like we know that it's more that non-exercise activity thermogenesis, neat, which is basically movement we're doing, which isn't exercise that yeah. we directly look at or fidgeting and things like that will go down and our body becomes very clever is, is that it survived, right? So it's not getting energy and it looks to reduce the way it expends energy. But it's more about the more of a deficit, if your weight loss is your goal, the more deficit we're in, the more stress, calorie deficit, the more stress that causes on the body. We're already stressed elsewhere. Yeah. If we think about Christmas, is a stressful period for a lot of people, not just mentally, but on our bodies, excess food, excess alcohol, We've still got the, the chocolate and stuff that potentially is left over or the beers that are still in the fridge that we, we feel we want to con- consume and things like that. Or we want to consume to get them out of the way. And then, yeah, and then... rather than like you've got a box there. Like, if anyone's coming in and you've got excess food, there's a box here. I don't know if food bands take beer, but um, bring your excess here. Roger's not eating it. He's going no. to the food bank. But, uh, but the, the interesting thing is also, as I say, with, with change is that it changes slow and it does does happen in phases uh, and that so it's sometimes it is a case of going through that that cycle through the week and going actually it was difficult or it was easy and and exploring it because there's a concept also particularly a lot will be getting fitter or um, changing that that it's hard that it's hard work but it doesn't have to be that hard but it is hard if you're trying to change everything all you know, lots of things all in a short space of time. Yeah. That's when it becomes, um, uh, you feel that you're losing out on something or this is hard work or I've just got to work harder. You know, I'm failing, so I must just push myself more. Or, yeah, and there's a lot of that mentality where the classes are at the gym and people do back-to-back classes and we look at, like, we count the calories that we're burning on different watches or whatever and we want to get that number higher and higher rather than actually just seeing, like, how did I sleep last night? Was my sleep okay? I feel okay? All right, well, I'll do one class. Yeah. And then actually if I do two classes, they don't lock in that actually two classes, I then have broken sleep. Just so, so for someone, in. actually, they could end up, end up losing weight by actually relaxing more. Definitely. 
which is quite a strange concept because hard to get your head around that. I have to work harder. I have to do more to burn more. Is that rather, harder or smart? Rather than what you know, how am I functioning? And that's the that's the beauty of functional healthcare is that you're looking at how am I functioning versus um, a number or a fig, you know, a, a set number. It's 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 not a case of just I've got to push harder or I've got to be meaner or I've got to you know skip this or I can't have that. It's it's quite an interesting concept of. Of looking at it as I think from a, a period of change. At the end of the day, you're trying to change your lifestyle, and therefore by changing lifestyle, the added benefit is yeah. You didn't get these change habits and that lifestyle overnight. No, we and, expect to change. And it. also that expectation is that there's this theoretical ideal. So I'm bad. I'm not doing everything right. So I'm now got to do, become squeaky clean. And when you spend more time around people who are who are deemed successful and are thriving, that when you spend time and you talk to them, you realise. Actually, they're human. They've they've also got, you know, weird habits and clicks and and the failures and all sorts. So um, it is also about it being a bit a bit human and change is change is difficult. But but understanding what we There's want to change and things, why. Like adding on to that with habits, I'm reading a book, Atomic Habits. In fact, I'm reading it. I've, I've read it. I'm on my fourth time through. On I haven't read the actual book. It's on Audible. So I'm listening to it. For I've the listened fourth to time. It, yeah. I've got the book. And it's back yeah. in the background of my actual uh, calls that someone pointed out today. But first thing before I get to the Atomic Habits bit is that someone said to me about doing Dry January. One of my clients said, last year I'd done it and I actually lasted 72 days. Great. But I can't do it this year because our friends are coming on the 22nd of January. And I said, why can't you do it? Well, because I can't have that weekend off. I said, we'll drink that weekend. But just don't count that. Just do the rest of it. Yeah, and then it's I like failed. all or nothing. And, and it's I not failed. about failure. It's like you then know. It's dry January. Yeah. It's you like... set yourself up for that. But like the, the habits bit was, like we talk about, we've got these bad habits, which potentially have this bad and there's, there's good habits, habits that add to your life, habits that take away. Yeah. But it's making these bad habits more unattractive. Like you can only do, you can only, if you want to smoke, you have to do it outside when it's going to be cold and rainy, that sort of thing. It, or if you've got a bottle of wine in the house, make it hard, don't put it in view where you can see it, where you're going to just mindlessly go get it. Most of the times that we're having this wine, why is it? We're doing it to reduce stress. We're not, it's not the wine we like, it's not the alcohol we like. It's the reducing stress. So is there something else we can do to yeah, reduce that's, stress? That's what I mean by going having that understanding of almost this is a this is an exploration of understanding more about yourself and your lifestyle and why you do certain things. So again, we say there's you know good food and bad food. There's you know there's just food. Yeah. There's also there's just habits. So does a habit actually if you've got a certain goal or an ideal you want to work towards does this action or habit um, fulfill me? Does it move me towards my goals? If it doesn't, then we should at least question what role does it have in our place? Mm-hmm. So I had the same situation with a patient earlier today who was doing dry January. So I said, why do you do dry January? I understand the concept. So she was like, well, you know, everyone does that. And I said, no, I've never done dry January. I said, but I'm quite comfortable with the concept of not drinking alcohol for a month. But also, I'm quite comfortable that if I feel like having a beer, I have a beer. And she said, uh, well, because of, you know, all the excess of January, I do. I said, okay. So it's like a detox, a reset. I understand that. 
Yeah, and then the same would you just remind me, she says, yeah, but I, I, therefore I can't have anything through January. So it's like, well, you've created a different habit, but now it's a hardship. But what happens on so the I said, of so, Exactly. So I said, well, well, what happens if you then, you, you have a social event and you have a glass of wine? Then technically you fail dry January. She says, oh, no, then I won't, I won't have a social interaction because, and I was like, isn't it interesting? Because actually to me, dry January just highlights and questions us, what is our, what is our relationship with alcohol? Mm. So we, we've, we've, we've gone hell for leather over December, socialized. Now, we, now we're going to deprive ourselves from social interaction because social interactions means I'm going to drink. But A, can you not social interact without having an alcohol? Or if you haven't drunk much alcohol the whole month, one evening with a, and she was just talking a glass of wine or so with a meal, how much of that is that really an issue yep. in the whole scheme of what you're trying to do? So um, it, it's just very interesting exercise of, of asking why people do what they do and what they perceive. It is all, and that's why I said early on to me, it is interesting because it really becomes the, the psychology of change. Yeah. And people like the idea of change, but they don't want hardship, but they try and change everything so they create hardship. And that's yeah. why I think most people fail. There, there was another message from, from one of the clients today that said, um, I've got, I'm having a takeaway tonight. I think it's her daughter's birthday um, over the weekend. So I'm going to track things, but I'm not going to restrict. Great. That's, that's what I would suggest. It's not a birthday every weekend. It's not Christmas every week. Um, it's not New Year every week. But he said, oh, what would you do with the takeaway apart from, say, not have it? I said, enjoy it. <laughs> that's what I, I would suggest. And the most for me, enjoy it and don't stress because... Focus on the rest of the week. Get yeah. pretty decent for the rest of the week. Yeah, and your look, habits will start working. You look back at the whole week, and because you also got to look down the line, we are social, we will go into situations where you're caught out or something. I think you've also got to get to that point where you feel comfortable to do something which, which is not what you do regularly. The more important is that it is something you don't do regularly. Because yeah. you are the, the sum of what you do most often. So... The, if it is a takeaway, have a takeaway, enjoy it, guilt free. But if you then get, you if it means, food. yeah, or it means that then because of the takeaway you enjoyed it so much that then you had seven days of takeaway, yeah, then there's an issue. But then again, the takeaway is not the issue. It's like okay, how come you just got stuck on the takeaway? Oh, I didn't have any food, and it might be a logistical thing, or it might be a, an, who knows? So there's something. It's all it? about the psychology of change, I think, and. Um, have you heard of Ted Lasso, the show? I have, yeah. Have you seen it? I think I've seen bits and pieces. There, I haven't seen the. They bring in a. It's an American guy who ma- manages an American football team. Comes over here and manages a, a football team, like the real football with a round ball. Um, and in one of the episodes, they bring in a sports psychologist, and uh, maybe that's what they needed to do at Man United. They needed to hire Ted Lasso, but this psychologist, he he brings her this round. They need a miracle, yeah, something like that. <laughs> but anyway, that's another topic. Um, I've lost my train of thought now. Yeah, they bring, he brings her this brownie or something, this, this cake that he's made. So like, oh, I don't have sugar. And um, he's like, oh, why? It's like, well, I, I'm just, just cut it out completely or something like that. And then she, she speaks to him and says, like, have you tried not having sugar? He's like, yeah, but I didn't like not having sugar. So instead, I decided to work on the emotional reasons as to why I was actually overeating the sugar in the first place rather than deprive myself completely of something that I actually did like and enjoyed every now and then. And I don't need it every single day now. 
and that wow, wow. that was like bam drop the mic but it, it's uh, that, that show like you can get through two seasons without crying or laughing uh, it's supposed to be a comedy I'm but so, it teaches so a lot of things a lot of things but that's that's the beauty of comedy, isn't it? Comedy is usually a, it's a, a lesson in disguise. An interesting take on what what is normal life with a, a laugh, but it makes you think afterwards and go, oh, okay, there's some exactly. So, so watch Ted Lasso. Yeah, don't listen to us. Takeaway: Watch Ted Lasso with a takeaway. With a takeaway, guilt free. And uh, what's your strategy? What's your uh, strategy for 2022? Do you, does anything what we talk about resonate with you or do you have your own strategies? I'd be really interested to know of, of what it works and or are you some of those who uh, um, just use last year's resolutions because they, um, they're still sitting there. And were they like the year before's resolutions and the yeah. year before and the year before? I think that's something that if we keep, uh, we were then rounding up, but if we keep making the same resolution, then is it truly the resolution we want? Well, there's, oh, then it's not a problem with the resolution. Mm. It's the plan. What's your resolution? I've, I don't have resolutions. I don't have resolutions, but I just want to be healthier this year. My resolution, I, I've, got a, I've got a decent birthday coming up this year. So, so um, yeah, yeah. Um, I've, my, my theme this year is, uh, this is my year. Whatever that brings, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's but uh, after all the all the years, and yeah, just a good year, um, some some more social time, some good health, and uh, well, more than some good health, and uh, just moving forwards. Spurs win something. Spurs Spurs won't won't win anything as long as they're not doing well with football team. No. On that note. Run that. Have a great year. We'll catch up soon, and uh, and as always, thanks for spending time with us. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye.